missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the morning sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. All the way back to 2015 for this one, seven years ago. Shaw had a story about craft singles and some kind of sticker they were trying to put on those things, and... We got talking about craft singles, which eventually led to grilled cheese sandwiches. And it's hard to stop talking about grilled cheese sandwiches once you start talking about grilled cheese sandwiches. But our Monday morning throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston, the best little sub shop you've never heard of. This is from 2015, a little clip from what we were talking about that morning. Came across a recipe for the ultimate grilled cheese sandwich the oh, other day. Oh, wait a minute! Here. No, and it's not like you know, kick, take some kick. crazy thing. It's it still just, uses just a regular old white bread cheese. and craft cheese singles. But here's the difference: instead of putting butter on it's the bread, mayonnaise, isn't it? Mayonnaise. Oh man, you're killing me here. And I tried it, and it was delicious. I couldn't believe it. Can I give you a recipe you for grilled it? cheese I that did. I did? Well, I just did this last week. Yeah, check this out. You take two grilled cheese sandwiches with bacon inside, right? So you you fry up some bacon, yep. nice and crispy. Make the grilled cheese. Step one, make bacon. I'm right. digging it you already. You take your two slices of bread, you know, and your Kay. butter either side. You put the cheese on it. You let it yep. melt, and then you put them together, and then you melt it more. And then you take you make two of those, and then you put more bacon and cheese in the middle. So you've got oh. A grilled cheese sandwich with grilled cheese sandwiches as... Oh, I thought you were going to stick a burger the in bread. there because we've done that before. Nah, the bacon is sufficient. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, our conversation about grilled cheese sandwiches went kind of off the rails. A grilled cheese sandwich where the bread is two other grilled cheese sandwiches. Sort of an inception, if you will, of grilled cheese sandwiches with bacon in there. Maybe some ketchup or tomato soup on the side to dunk it in. But uh, our conversation about the ultimate grilled cheese sandwiches. Some of our recipes that we shared from that day in 2015. You can find the Morning Morning, Monday Morning Throwback uh, on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the 957therock app. It's brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop and it usually hits around 740 every Monday morning. But uh, listen to the rest of our conversation on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com. Monday morning throwback. Grilled cheese sandwiches. It's n- never not a good time to talk about grilled cheese sandwiches. Does that make sense? Of course it does. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Only on 957The Rock. How was your uh, extended weekend? It was good. We took a little trip with some friends and yeah. uh, went down to the Redneck Riviera, if you will. Down in the uh, Lake of the Ozarks. So. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Had a good time. Did you see Ruth? Uh, no, but we saw the Marty Bird Bar. The blue... Uh, Not the blue cat, the no. Blue but, cat? Uh, the blue cat? There's a the... bar there named the Marty Bird, apparently. I'm they, assuming that's new. I think so, yes. Yeah, couple of years. Since the show hey, came let's out. Let's cash yeah. in on this oh, whole... Oh. Yeah, there were all kinds of Ozark t-shirts and bumper stickers and all that stuff. I guess I never really... I never researched it, but is, it, is anything from the show... Legitimately in the Ozarks. No, I mean, I think, I've, I mean I've heard the, it's filmed in Georgia, actually. So, well, I'm assuming some of the 
some of the aerial shots, like of the lakes and whatnot. Yeah, that could be. Is but I, I in terms of like the businesses, you know, the hotel that she ends Ruth ends up buying, or maybe yeah, I think those are the just blue cat. Those are just non-existent fabrication. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, completely fictitious. But they're kind of wrapping their arms around the whole Ozark thing, you know. Well, hell yeah! If you're going to the Ozark, you want to. Is there a strip club there with a? I'm guessing. I didn't see it. Did you go to it, Shaw? No, we didn't make it there. Hey, how about you and I make a boys trip down there and we'll investigate the whole strip club thing? Tell you what, it was nice to feel 75-degree weather and see green grass again, though. I bet. I bet. I'm sure it was really nice. Well, welcome back. Did you do any gambling while you are down there? We did not, no. No? Nothing? Just eat some good food, drink some good wine? We pretty much hung out at the condo and shared some laughs and some bottles of wine. Thanks for inviting me. I appreciate that. Right? That's very nice of you. This is a long trip. Hey, today's uh, voting day. Yes, it is. Uh, and obviously, we're not voting for president, but we are voting for some school board positions, Correct which, boy, oh boy, has been contentious mm-hmm. online in the Holman area from what I've seen. I don't have kids. I don't have a skin in the game, but uh, I've seen uh, several of my online friends uh, arguing about uh, the school board positions in Holman. What about here in La Crosse? What are we voting on today? Uh, well, there, there's not a lot on the ballot. Let's okay. start there. Um, the school board race is probably the biggest. There are six candidates running to fill three seats. Okay. Uh, and then there's the races for county board, uh, but not every uh, district has a competitive race. So there may be just one candidate on the ballot. So they're looking at probably a 25% voter Very turnout Very low today. turnout. Yeah. Okay. And what time do the polls open? Is it now 7 a.m.? 7 o'clock, and they'll be open until 8 o'clock. Today. And at our standard polling areas, right? Correct. And so. if you have any questions about that, you can contact your clerk's office or uh, myvote.wi.gov. Uh, you can find out exactly what's on the ballot. You can find out where your polling place is. You can find out if you're properly registered to vote, all of those things. Obviously, if you want to bitch and moan about the politics and the school boards and all that stuff on Facebook and social media, maybe you should go out and actually vote yeah. as well. Have maybe. a say. You've got, yeah. I mean, that's where your voice is the loudest is when you make those decisions, mm-hmm. you know, in the in the polls. Not online. I mean, you can yell and scream and shout and have a tantrum all you want, but uh, if you don't actually go out and vote, then what the hell good is it? Right. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Brian and Shaw. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Are most of the kids in favor of the picketing? Yep. How come? I think they should get a better education too, cause, and I think they should get some more money, cause they work be working extra hours for us and all that stuff. May not recognize the voice of that very young eleven-year-old man, <laughs> but you sure know who it is, Shaw. Yes, you do. It's Prince, bitches. <laughs> Walking the picket line. Yeah, this was so funny yesterday. I saw everybody and their grandmother sharing this on on Facebook. Uh, Minnesota TV station discovering by chance that they had interviewed an 11-year-old prince about a teacher strike back in the 70s. And the story yesterday went viral. We shared it on our Facebook page, but I, I thought it was really interesting. They're like, holy crap, is that prince? I'm guessing when they identified him uh, during that news report, they did not... Put on the crawl, his name was Prince, probably. No, 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 no. He became Prince. But. Right, he obviously wasn't Prince at 11, but, I mean, maybe he had plans to be Prince. Maybe. Maybe he's like, look, I'm going to be Prince, but for now, you can just call me by my my birth name. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah, the uh, story went a little viral yesterday. Pretty neat, I thought, that, uh, you know, they, they somehow found this video yeah. footage. That happens from time to time when I'm doing our Monday morning throwbacks. Um, I'm going back through all these old, I mean, I've got... 
Jesus. We've been doing this for 15 years, I think, the three of us, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, I, I, don't, I don't have precise records of the first couple of years, but I do have some audio um, from some of the first couple of years, Sean, going back and listening to it uh, and, and seeing it and hearing it is always interesting because you never know what you're going to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, but WCCO restoring the film to offer context to the educator strike that just happened in the very same district a month ago. Right. And the production manager there, Matt Liddy, learned 13 minutes of video had been restored from film in 1970. He decided to give it a look. He said, I grew up in Minneapolis, so all I cared about was looking at cool old buildings from the place I grew up. Did I recognize my old school? Did I recognize any landmarks? Well, recognize Prince. He certainly recognized something in that video, and it was Prince. Pretty cool. He said, I immediately just went out to the newsroom and started showing people and saying, I'm not going to tell you who I think this is, but who do you think this is? <laughs> and every single person said Prince. There's, you can tell. Oh, you, yeah. I mean, you can see it. It's clear as day. Mm-hmm. Granted, he's he's 11. so He and didn't he, have that thin little mustache then. but No, and he only probably grew another foot before he <laughs> finally capped out at like, what, 5'2 or whatever right. he was. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, they didn't get him saying, I'm Prince Nelson. Um, but they did get, you know, some audio of him talking about the teacher strike there and, and very just kind of unique. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, he's already obviously extremely established as the icon of Minnesota, right? I mean, like you think of Minnesota, first thing that should come to mind is Prince. Right. It should be. If it isn't, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for further developments, which will be broadcast immediately as received. We've got more of the best of the morning sickness in just a bit. Hell yeah, bitch. (laughs) The best of the morning sickness with Brian and Gene. Only on 95.7 The Rock. All right. Going to put a damper in my workout plan, Shaw. Right? You plan to work out? No. No. Sunday, 55 with sun and uh, 64 on Monday. I'm going to do some 12-ounce curls this weekend on my bus trip to the city. boy. To go to the uh, craft beer festival. Very excited about that. Hopefully you got your tickets because we had to shut her down on Friday uh, so we can get the numbers to the hotel and all that stuff. But uh, if you're looking to get healthy, you might want to move. Move? The Midwest is not known for its healthiness. And that is highlighted in a new study by WalletHub. They do an annual report where they rank 182 of the biggest cities in the United States from healthiest to least healthy. Okay. And, uh, again, these are the biggest ci- So we're not going to be on it. We're not one of the 182nd right. biggest cities in America. Uh, but cities like Minneapolis and Milwaukee and St. Paul uh, did make the list. The rankings, according to WalletHub.com, are based on 43 different factors, including overall average physical health. I don't know where they get those numbers or what they exactly mean. Right. Maybe it's some sort of survey that they send out to doctors. I don't know. Uh, Overall average mental health. I'm assuming they ask people to submit answers to a survey for that. Healthcare costs and quality. Now, there you go. There's an easy one, right? You do some, you know, Google searches. You can find out where the good hospitals and and healthcare uh, lives in America. COVID rates, nutrition, fitness levels, and local parks, trails, and bike paths. Obviously, places to get out and exercise. Mm -hmm. I think weather plays a big part in it, too. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, for five months of the year, we can't move in this part of the world. Yeah, I mean, if you're living in California, which is where most of the healthiest cities are, yeah, you're probably going to get out, go, you know, bicycling, go for, Mm -hmm. you know, rollerblades or hike or something, whatever. Uh, In the end, uh, WalletHub releasing their annual report, the the number one city for health. You want to take a stab at it? 
Uh, Sacramento. No, but you're in the ballpark. San Francisco. San Fran? Yeah, San Francisco is the healthiest city in the U.S., according to WalletHub and its report. Seattle, San Diego, Portland, Oregon, Salt Lake City, Honolulu, Austin, Texas, which is interesting because a lot of the southern Mm -hmm. uh, cities are are not healthy. Right. Uh, Austin, Texas, Denver, Colorado, South Burlington, Vermont, and then Washington, D.C. Rounding out the top ten. The five least healthy. The least healthy city in America. Uh, No. We're we're, we're not doing too, too bad. Uh, But the least healthy, the five least healthy cities in America, according to WalletHub.com in their recent report, are Brownsville, Texas, Gulfport, Mississippi, Laredo, Texas, Memphis, Tennessee, and then Jackson, Mississippi. So all southern states. Yeah. Uh, Minneapolis and Madison come in at number 14 and 15, respectively. Madison College campus, a lot of athletics, young students trying to eat pho and be healthy, right? They give a rat's ass about their life. Minneapolis, which is interesting because it's right next to St. Paul, and St. Paul's number 45. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, Minneapolis is way healthier than St. Paul, according to WalletHub in their recent report. Chicago at number 36. Iowa, the only time that they uh, make the list, well, they do they do twice. The only time they make the list is at number 80 with Cedar Rapids and then 116 for Des Moines. Huh. And then the big city here in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, is at 106. So, uh, again, Madison and Minneapolis well represented at 14 and 15, but uh, the rest of the Midwest. The rest of mm. Just a bunch of sloths. Well, there's cheese, man. There's oh, yeah. cheese. Oh, and like, cheese. <laughs> There's cheese and there's beer. Did I mention I'm going to a brew fest this weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's, it's going to be tough. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. You walk to work every once in a while, don't you? I, I used to a lot more frequently than I do now, but it's sort of a for hassle. a long time I did. Yeah, it's sort of a hassle, especially if, like, you get to work and you're like, oh, then it starts raining. Or you get to work and you're like, oh, I got to run here. And now right. I got to walk all the way home, get my car, and right. go where I, you yeah, know what that's, I mean? I got stuck in that situation more than once. Is that the is that the reason why you gave it up, or is it just because you don't like walking anymore? I bought a second car. So the one you, when you only yeah, have, we one only have one car for a long time, and so we shared, you know, getting the kids to where they needed to be. And so as a result, I would walk to work, and then uh, my wife would bring me the car, and then I would go pick up the kids and all that stuff. And I didn't realize how frugal you are. Well, <laughs> Was that, is that I a, just broke. I'm not frugal. Is that a frugality issue or is well, that a I work in radio you issue? You try having three kids and pay the bills. Why would I make that mistake? <laughs> that seems foolish. But yes, I Everyone do. Everyone I know who has kids is miserable. They hate it. Then you add a pandemic to the top of that. No wonder you're walking to work. Uh, well, you're not alone uh, in a new poll, Shaw. You live about a mile away, right? Yeah, about that. Uh, which is about a, what, 20 minute walk? Yeah, I can do it in 12. Brisk if you're briskly walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I live a few miles away, and uh, of course, I come to work when it's dark out. Right. And as I'm driving to work in the dark at 3.30, I see lots of unsavory characters roaming mm-hmm. the streets, and I remind myself I'm probably safer in my truck. Try walking through downtown at that hour. Yeah, I'm sure it's a, fa- a fascinating experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new poll says that 60% of Americans say they'd be willing to walk a mile before they seek other methods of transportation. And in general, 54% claim they'd pick walking as their preferred transportation whenever possible. Not this guy. <laughs> Imagine when you just have to walk everywhere. Like, yeah. hey, I'm going to see my buddy Bill in Alaska. Right. I'll see you next week when I get back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, not always practical. Can, can you take the river up there to Alaska to shave a day off your trip? Right. You know? 46% of people have used a step counter. You got one of those things? Uh, I don't. My wife has the Fitbit thing going. Yeah. 
Apparently, you can get it on your phone, Shaw. You got a smartphone, right? Yeah, I do it. have an app, actually. I never use it. but uh, The average American says they take about 5,900 steps a day. Uh, and when asked how many steps they'd like to take, most people were targeting ten to 11,000, which is what the original suggestion was. Right. Now we found out it's six to 8,000. So if you're actually getting 5,900 steps in a day, you're, you're pretty, pretty, damn, well. pretty damn close to what the, uh, the actual average should mm. be. I think I get way less. Way less. Way less? Oh, I think so. I, 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 that might be a challenge. That might be something that I should do. See how many steps I actually take. Yeah, we'll get you a Fitbit. I don't want a friggin' Fitbit. Mm-hmm. Take your Fitbit and shove it right up your rear end. Uh, I'm sure I could download some kind of goofy app on my phone. Yeah. Along with all the other they games. They exist. Can I get steps in while I'm playing Candy Crush? Uh, <laughs> 67% of people in this new poll uh, claim they opt to take the stairs whenever possible. I like to take the stairs for reasons other than 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 the walking part. Yeah? You don't uh, like elevators? Well, I don't like the weight. I don't want to get stuck. And I don't like other people. Uh, so there's three factors going yeah, against the elevator. You. If it's a fast elevator and I've got the elevator to myself or if I'm in a, like a new building, you know what I mean, where I've never been and mm-hmm. I'm unfamiliar with the staircase system. Sure. Like you go to a hotel sometimes and, you know, maybe you don't know where this staircase puts you. It, it might be easier just to take the elevator. Um, the average, by the way, three to eight flights of stairs on any given day. The other time I'll choose an elevator is if you give me like five floors, anything over five floors, and I'm taking the elevator. Shaw, I would agree with that. That's I'm a, not. That's I'm a not. Hike. Five is is enough, especially if you get those double decker staircases. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, when people were asked how they get their bonus steps outside of normal movement, the top five answers were exercising, going for walks, mm-hmm. running errands, taking the stairs, and then walking a pet. Well, having pets is not only is it nice to come home to a pet. And the love that they give you, right. and the excited, you know, uh, attitude that you get, as opposed the to when you go home, as opposed to when you go home to your wife and she's just miserable all the time. Look up, yeah. The walking part is a benefit. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, let's go for a quick walk. It's nice out. Go around the block. Go around two blocks. But yeah, they say uh, now it's uh, less than ten to eleven thousand steps a day. Shaw, you're looking at six to eight. Maybe you should you should pick that back up. I'm sure I should. I, I make a point to try and walk, though, regularly. Well, the weather's nice enough, right? I mean, I like not it when it's raining. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. marsh trails around here to walk on. You got to be careful out there, though. There's all sorts of creepers out there. Yeah, no kidding. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Beer, 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 beer. I'm going for a beer. Beer is good. How about a beer? I like beer. Oh, what is the malted liquor? What gets you drunk or quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer. Can't get enough of it. Beer. How we really love it. Beer. Makes me think I'm a man. Beer. I could kiss and hug it, beer. but I'd rather chug it. Beer. Cut my belly out to here. Beer. I could not refuse it. Beer. I could really use a beer. 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 It's beer day, Sean. What? Well, sort of. It's New Beer's Eve. And then tomorrow is National Beer Day. Oh. April 7th, 1933. President Roosevelt ending... Prohibition on that wonderful day. God bless him. After women caused such an uproar that they canceled our alcohol. The women standing in front of the tavern Mm. saying no lips that have touched alcohol will touch these lips. And it's their fault we had prohibition. Mm. Blame women. I watched it on PBS, so you know it's true. Must be true. But... What is it, like 30 years later or whatever it was? It was a long time. It was like I think it was like 15 years, right? I don't recall the length of it. Prohibition lasted for a while. Uh, but uh, on April 7th, which is tomorrow, 1933, almost 100 years ago, President Roosevelt ending Prohibition 
It had been around since 1920. So, yeah, 13 years. Yeah, 13, yeah. And we celebrate New Beer's Eve each year on April 6th. And then National Beer Day on April 7th, Shaw. If only there was some way to celebrate. Mm. <laughs> I know how I'm celebrating tomorrow because it's, uh, they got me back. The effers got me back, Shaw. They did? It's opening day. And I know I said I was out, but I'm back in. <laughs> Baseball, baby. National pastime. Good time to crack I love a beer. my Red Sox. I just, yeah. I know I said I, I, I still am bad, but it's like that abusive relationship. You where keep the going sex, back. Sex is really good, mm-hmm. so you go back a few times. So I'm going back. Not fully back, but I am excited tomorrow. I have an excuse to drink beer in the middle of the day right? and watch baseball. I'm taking it. I'm taking it, Shaw. Who do your socks have tomorrow? I don't care. All right. The Yankees, of course. Come on now. Haven't you seen the promos all over Fox and ESPN? <laughs> they're just loving it. It's rare that they actually start the season with the Yankees, but they're doing it this year, and I'll be watching tomorrow afternoon. The Brewers, of course, on Brewers the road. have the Cubbies tomorrow. In Chicago for 120 games in a row. Love it. All afternoon games. You're, I'm assuming you're going to be watching. I will. You bet. Uke on the call on the radio. It won't interfere with the uh, Bucks game tomorrow night against the Celtics. But, uh, yeah, if you're looking for an excuse to drink today, it's New Beer's Eve. And then tomorrow is National Beer Day. By the way, tomorrow is also National Burrito Day. I don't know if those two go hand in hand. Ooh, I'd say and yes. Beer. And it's also No Housework Day tomorrow. Perfect. Dude, it's just like everything you want. <laughs> I'm going to go home. I'm going to take off my pants. I'm going to sit on the couch with a beer in my hand and okay. a burrito in the other hand and watch some baseball. That's perfect. And I'm not going to clean anything. Beautiful shot. Little burrito crumbs fall on the floor. You're just going to leave them right there. Hell yeah, they can wait till tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I got dogs. They'll eat them. Whatever. That's true. I might bring a tear to my eye tomorrow, <laughs> Shaw, with all this wonderfulness. But uh, New Beer's Eve. Go out and drink some beers today. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Where's this coming from, man? 95.7 The Rock. Did I hear you correctly? You're all caught up? Uh, well, it's a long story. Not quite. So you are not all caught up on Yellowstone. We just finished season three. Okay, so you have another season to go. We do. Okay, then you lie. Well, yeah, I guess. What's the deal? Mary do something? No. Something's wrong, tell me. Okay, so we get the show on a disc from Netflix. So when we watch it, the episodes, then we have to send it back, wait for the next one to come, and right. et cetera, et cetera. So we just finished watching, watching the last episode of season three. Now we have to wait a couple of days until the new discs come because we're technologically challenged. I can't believe your kids haven't come over and figured things out for you guys. I know. You know how much easier it is to stream? Dude, my wife did that for years, the Netflix discs, mm-hmm. and then she would never return them. they just sit on our <laughs> counter. Well, Yellowstone, of course, uh, is what we're talking about, Shaw. You've been uh, trying to catch up. It's a great show. There's a cliffhanger in the last episode, oh, I'll tell you. Yeah. The uh, exploding, yep. exploding package in the office. Yep, that's yeah. exactly it. Oh, man. Rip is not happy, mm-mm, FYI, at the beginning. Mm-mm. Rip is very unhappy at the beginning of season four. Uh, Yellowstone, uh, the actual national park. It's a real national park, in case you were unaware. Sure. It's not just a cool TV show. But uh, Yellowstone National Park is actually giving away annual passes in exchange for donations of $1,500. So it's not a giveaway. It's Hardly. You're paying 1500 bucks for an annual pass. And that seems a bit steep. But with inflation, it might be a bargain in 150 years because that's when the pass is good for. Oh. Yeah, you can't use that annual pass till 2172. <laughs> okay. And no, it's not some crazy April Fool's joke. You sure? Yellowstone, check this out. Yellowstone celebrated their 150th anniversary last month 
And in honor of that, they announced this fundraising effort to collect donations so that the park will be around for another 150 years, which, of course, results in 2172. It's called the Inheritance Pass, and the idea is that the tickets will be used by the donor's descendants. Obviously, most of us aren't going to be around in 120 or 150 years, Shaw. So mm, you pass this on not. to maybe your grandkids or great-grandkids. And the money, the 1500 bucks that you spend on this Inheritance Pass, will be used to support park projects such as trail improvements, education, native fish cons- uh, conservation, and scientific studies. So it is sort of a marketing gimmick, but 1500 bucks gets you an annual pass for Yellowstone National Park in 150 years. Strange promotion, but okay. Uh, a rep for Yellowstone says donors will also receive free entry into the park for one year, and they can start using it right after they make that donation. So you you get one year for yourself, but then the inheritance pass, you got to wait 150. Do you have to bury it in the backyard or something? they got to dig it up like a time capsule? I suppose if it works, then more power to them. Need those donations to keep that park looking beautiful. I've never been. I think Gene went couple of years ago, but not just a TV show, actual national park. I'm ready to rock when you are, so let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Jeremiah from Explore Lacrosse in the studio. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I wish it would freaking warm up, though. I got to be honest. I'm, I'm concerned when I start to think about outdoor drinking festivals in this kind of weather. I like the cold, but I don't really enjoy standing outside in 40-degree temps with the potential for rain. Have you looked far ahead in the uh, in the forecast? I haven't. It changes so often. I don't really <laughs> care. And we're just biding our time right now with, yeah. uh, with this cold weather so that we have a fantastic day on April 23rd. Yeah, so we're still uh, a few weeks away. Obviously, two weeks from Saturday, we're going to be down at the Southside Fest Grounds for... The return of Between the Bluffs Beer, Wine, and Cheese Fest. This has been going on since I moved here. Uh, it's got to be number 20, 21. This, this would be number 20, but without having the last two years, we're going okay. back to 18. Going back well, to 18. Because yeah. when I moved here in 03, uh, it was November. So I didn't go to the the first one I went to was in 04, which was still at the brewery. And I think that was actually the last year it was at the brewery. Uh, and skis was still there. And the line down the street was, and it was crazy. It was it was wild. Uh, I'll never forget that. I, I have a, a a lot of affection in my heart for that uh, initial one, and that sort of grew into this amazing event that's down at the Fest Grounds now, uh, and it has returned after some time off. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah, kudos to City Brewery for being ahead of the game on what they've done with bringing this festival to light here in La Crosse. And yeah, it's, since then, it's it's grown tremendously. We've added wines and cheese and meat and everything else, and now we have... Almost 100 vendors that are going to be at the Oktoberfest grounds on April 23rd for anything that suits your palate. I mean, you name it, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be there, all different types of beers. Just so excited to have it back since not having it since 2019. It's going to be a great time. Uh, there are still some tickets available for VIP and general admission, but not many. And so they're going to sell out and there's not going to be anything at the gates. So I just want to let, remind people to get on there and get them. Yeah. Speaking of VIP, what is included with that? Obviously, getting in a little bit early. Um, there are some specialty beers, I believe, but what else? Yeah, so the VIPs go from noon to two um, before the general admission uh, oh, arrives at two o'clock. <laughs> Sorry, I know you guys don't like I, it, but I get off on it, man. It gets me. I, I, that's part of the that's part of the excitement for me is knowing these. Uh, we call them the unwashed masses when they come in <laughs> and we get to boo them. Uh, the GA people. It cracks me up every time. Uh, they, I think they embrace it too. It's it's funny. Um, but no, yeah. So you get the two hours a little more intimate with the vendors. Get a chance to talk with them a little bit more before the masses of the general admission come in. 
Uh, you get a specialty VIP gift that only the VIPs get. Ooh. A VIP tent to get away from the crowds if you want a little break from things. Where in that VIP tent, you'll have your own catered meal and uh, seating and everything else. And some specialty VIP drinks that are not available to the general admission. And that's VIP. You can buy those tickets uh, online. Where do people go for those? BetweenTheBluffsBeerFest.com. BetweenTheBluffsBeerFest.com. The GA tickets there as well. Plus, uh, you know, lots of information about the event. Uh, if you want more information, obviously, you can go there. You can buy your tickets. And then uh, coming up on Saturday, April 23rd, we're going to be down at the Fest Grounds. As you mentioned, there's something for everybody. And uh, as a person who doesn't, I don't like sours. I don't like IPAs. I'm more of a stout and porter guy. Uh, but there's also seltzers. There's wines. There's mead as well. If you're into meads, there's usually somebody that's got some mead. And it's not just cheese either. These guys are bringing in dips. Um, we're talking about meat sticks and all sorts of different stuff. Yeah, there's snacks of all kinds uh, of meat and cheese and kind of that that charcuterie type of, uh, mm-hmm. of feel with great specialty meats and cheeses from Bubba's and St. Joe's Meat Market and things like that. And then, uh, yeah, just a, a ton of great stuff. And, and seltzers are such a huge thing now. And so there's a ton of those and wines and ciders. And, yeah, you na- like you said, they're if, all there. If you're looking for more information, you can obviously go online and Google Between the Bluffs Beer, Wine, and Cheese Fest uh, or find uh, the event page on Facebook. And, of course, click Win Stuff on our app or on our website for your chance to win a pair of tickets. But get your tickets now before they are sold out. Just a few remaining. Thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid a fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. You love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's Morning Show. Money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing, you're killing me, Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. $60 of my morning show money up for grabs. Caller 15 gets a chance to win it, courtesy of GECU. A little game we call You're Killing Me, Shaws. 608-784-0957 is the number. Who this? Jason. Jason, are you familiar with how this game is played? Yes, sir. All right, Jason, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote or is he not going to know the movie quote? I don't think he's going to know it today. You're going with no. If he doesn't know it, Jason, you win my money. What are you going to do with it? I'm keeping it. I got to be honest. Based solely on the quality of his phone call, I hope he doesn't win. I'm sure Jason's a nice guy. But, dude, could you call me from an any louder situation? I Probably think he was in not. a tunnel, maybe. I don't care where he was. That is awful. Who's like, hey, now's a good time to call the radio station? <laughs> a guy who needs 60 bucks, apparently. <laughs> Jason, I hope you lose. I'm rooting against you. Simply because your phone call sucked ass. Might have been the worst one of all time. I almost wish his phone call had dropped out, so I could have taken another caller. That I hope was the movie horrible. quote is easier to understand than... That was horrible. Mm-hmm. Imagine if I had to play the movie the movie quote for you with that kind of background right? noise. It sounded like he was actually outside of the rocket going to the moon. <laughs> it did, actually. He wasn't inside where there, at least there's some soundproofing. He was on the outside of the rocket. Awful. You ready? Why not? Jason says no. <laughs> if he's right, 60 bucks of my morning show money goes to the guy who maybe can turn it into a better 
situation with his phone. Maybe he'll learn not to call in when he's in a tunnel somewhere on his way to the moon. Here we go, Shaw. Well, let's say this Twinkie represents the normal amount of psychokinetic energy in the New York area. According to this morning sample, it would be a Twinkie 35 feet long, weighing approximately 600 pounds. <coughs> That's a big Twinkie. <laughs> would you like to hear that one more time, Shaw? Sure. Reference to uh, some Twinkies in there. Well, let's say this Twinkie represents the normal amount of psychokinetic energy in the New York area. According to this morning sample, it would be a Twinkie 35 feet long, weighing approximately 600 pounds. <coughs> That's a big Twinkie. That is a big Twinkie. Indeed, a big Twinkie. Uh-huh. A very big Twinkie, in fact. Have any idea what movie that's from, Shaw? I think I've got it. You think you got it? I do. If you get it right, Jason doesn't win my money, which is kind of what which I is want what you're happen. hoping for. I got to be honest, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Well, it sure sounds to me like that was from Ghostbusters. Oh! You got it right. That means the guy with the awful phone call etiquette doesn't win my money. Jason sucks to suck. Doesn't it? <laughs> Next time you call in, maybe roll up the window. Maybe pull over to the side of the road first. Good Lord. 92 years ago today, Shaw, 1930, Hostess Twinkies invented. Oh, really? Did you know that? No, I didn't know that there was some connection to the maybe, history. Maybe stop and get yourself a Twinkie. Oh, it's been a while. Has it? Oh, yeah. When do you think the last time you ate a Twinkie was? Oh, my gosh. Uh, 30 years ago, maybe? Really? Yeah. Do you not like Twinkies? Are they too sugary they're, for you? They're a little sweet. Well, yeah, that's why you have four or five of them, and then you call it quits. <laughs> the urban legend is that Twinkies have a shelf life of many, many years, that when the zombie apocalypse finally happens, mm-hmm. Sean, the Twinkies that's will be around. Keep us alive. It'll keep us alive. However, according to actual science, Twinkies have a shelf life of about 25 days. Now, you could probably eat one after oh, 25 sure. days, but it may not be good, and it may get you sick. Hostess Twinkies invented on this day 90 years ago, Shaw. Nice. And that's why you got the Twinkie movie reference from, or movie quote. From, Way to tie uh, it all together. From Ghostbusters this morning. Jason out, not a win, not a winner. It's glorious to, to, to listen to him lose with his terrible phone. Keep that money in your pocket for another week. Well, it'll be $70 next week, Shaw. Then the stakes get really high. Yeah. And Jason said he would keep it, which is what I thought would happen. Once we get over 50 bucks, people stop being generous. I don't blame them. They start donating. They stop donating. Ooh, corn dogs. Are they? Can you eat them raw? Frozen. Oh, I'm not eating it frozen. (laughs) Can you nuke it? Yeah. What is the honey? Does that say honey? Yeah. Real honey. Oh, it's in the bat. Must be in the batter. I go go all out when I give out corn dogs. Wow, he's got the real good stuff. I love how they put, like, Nutritional like highlights on the box, like that's some like sort of sell- like that's that? some sort of selling point for a corn dog. It's a good source of It's protein. lips and a holes, and then a bunch of like stuff from a factory in there. But they're delicious. Yes, that's why. Just say, look, eat this, you fat piece of crap. Because they're yummy. Why can't they just market it to people who have a brain, Shaw? Why does that have to be to people who are trying to like convince themselves that they're getting healthy by eating a corn dog? I don't know if I should eat this. Oh, it says it's got protein on it. Oh, well then, all right, let's do it. I'll eat it before my workout. Get those gains. <laughs> uh, good stuff. $70 next week when you're uh, playing your Killing Me Shaw. Sorry, Jason. You didn't win. Big loser. What is up with that phone?
Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Only on favorite station. 95.7 The Rock. A Florida woman who claimed to be the cousin of fall victim Tyree Sampson has been fired from her job after being exposed as an alleged fraud. Now, this is the, the, this is the 14-year-old boy who fell to his death from a ride in an amusement oh, park in Orlando. Kid. Yeah, the big kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. the next day, this woman, Shay Johnson, shows up at his memorial wearing a T-shirt with his photo on the front. She was holding a sign that said his life mattered and gave interviews to a number of news outlets saying she was a representative of the family. So she's but, trying to get some... Weird I don't know internet, what she's trying to do. but Internet fame? for Maybe. And she's not related to the guy at she all? She is not. Her story started to unravel after an investigation. Her real name is Lewisheena Livonia Browning. Samson's family doesn't know who she is. She, Samson's mother denied knowing the woman, and an attorney representing the family confirmed they were not related. Now, they say this case has not risen to the level of a crime, so no charges have been filed. But still, Browning is dealing with the consequences of her actions. She was fired from her job at an adult entertainment club in Orlando. So some stripper? Right? Oh Claiming God. to be related what to the, the kid who fell off the ride. and You're in there doing something strange for a piece of change and you see this kid's death on the TV uh-huh. and your genius plan is to try and get some internet fame for yourself by pretending to be his cousin? With a sh- and he went and spent eight bucks on a t-shirt? Right. What the hell? I, I mean, it doesn't make is any sense. Is that hashtag Florida? Uh, yeah, it's Orlando, yeah, it's right? Flo- yeah, it's Florida. Hashtag Florida yeah, woman. All right. Uh, I suppose the people who he pulled over didn't mind, but a Lebanon, Ohio police officer resigned recently after the department discovered that he was filing internal paperwork to make it appear that he was writing traffic tickets, but the drivers were not actually being cited. An investigation into the now former officer, Eric Holmes, has gone to the prosecutor's office to review for potential criminal charges. They say this all started about four years ago. From 2018 through 2022, the officer allegedly issued 613 traffic citations, but about 20% of those were missing from court records. According to the chief, the officer conducted traffic stops where no citation was issued to the driver, but later he would complete a traffic citation form and submit it to his superiors. Did they have quotas? Is that why? I, yeah, they, they, it sounds like it. Okay. Um, but in this, for those tickets in question, nothing made it to court. No one was ever cited or fined. He was initially placed on administrative leave and later resigned. He denied he was filling out these citations as a way to boost his numbers. Right. Yeah. Uh, Police officers have to contend with a lot of nonsense in order to keep us safe. Even white witchery, apparently. 74-year-old woman in Pennsylvania, Celestia Barker, upset with the police because she didn't like that her grandson was charged with felony drug charges. She said he only had a small amount of marijuana and a pipe. So then she committed a felony of her own. She allegedly told an officer that she practices white witchery and he'd be a target if he didn't drop the drug charges. It's unclear exactly what white witchery is, uh, but she suggested it could push him down a flight of stairs oh. or getting into get him into a car accident. Uh, she asked if there was a law against that and was told there was, then made another threat, saying the officers best be looking over their shoulder. She's now facing a felony charge of threatening unlawful harm to a public servant. Yeah, you can't be threatening no. cops with white witchery. Are you a Whatever good witch is. or a bad witch? Bitch, I'm a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Little kids will put just about anything in their mouths. Oh, yeah. So maybe this makes sense, but it sounds silly. A town in England has removed a thousand daffodils from a park to make sure little kids don't eat them. 
Most people don't know it, but daffodils are toxic to humans and to pets. It's rare for anyone to die from daffodil poisoning, but they can cause some stomach issues. The bulbs are the most toxic part. Um, the town council decided to play it safe and get rid of all of the daffodils in the park, although a number of people say that's ridiculous. One person wondered, what are they going to do next? Make sure kids never get stung by killing all the bees? What about the rest of the flowers? It's, well, the daffodils are the ones that are toxic, apparently. But Did they have one kid die of a daffodil? No, there's no reports of it. They didn't even get the jart thing where one kid got hurt from right? a jart and they no, outlawed jarts? being preventative, I guess. <laughs> just... Oh, my God. Wipe the slate clean here. And this has got to be your worst nightmare, Brent. Uh, prosecutors have declined to pursue criminal charges against two Florida women who, who were arrested for allegedly breaking into a man's home and glitter bombing him. Oh, man. Prosecutors say their investigation concluded that the uh, circumstances do not warrant prosecution of the so-called glitter twins. Uh. Police didn't reveal a motive for the glitter attack or the nature of the relationship between the two women and the man, Jacob Cologne, whose home they broke into. Uh, the one woman said she was married uh, to the other and that the couple had a sexual relationship. The two with- women? <laughs> yes, two women. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, they had met at a Clearwater, Florida restaurant. The three-way type thing, as she described it, had already ended when the glitter bombing occurred. So they uh, went to this guy's house, had a three-way, and then glitter bombed him? Well, later glitter bombed him. It's not clear why, but the guy but was are, out standing on his balcony. But he did get the three-way. Yes. All right, I might be in on that. Right. I might be in on that. So one know. woman threw a container of glitter on him as he was standing on his balcony. He then went inside. She climbed over the fence, went in, threw more containers of right, glitter now, at the now guy. Now we have a problem. Now it's in my house, and now then I've got a problem. Then she unlocked the door, let the other woman in, and she then hit him with more glitter. How much glitter do they have? A lot. Uh, the two Jesus. were arrested about an hour after the glitter attack. Police found the duo's getaway car, and it was still had glitter inside. Well, of course so, it did. Case closed. It's the herpes of the craft world. Right. <laughs> Good point. You get that glitter on you, and look Can't out. Get rid of it. Yeah, my friend Joanna works at a place that has glitter, and we went and saw her the uh, like two weeks ago while she was at work. And I said, "Don't come near me. You got glitter all over <laughs> you, and I don't want it touching me." Can't I know get you're rid a big of that fan. Stuff. Hate glitter. Gets on the bottom of your feet in the shower. It's brutal. But he had the three-way. He did. And then they glittered. Then they glitter bombed him. Maybe things didn't go well. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he wasn't enough for the three-way. I don't know. Why you got to glitter? Can't you just post a bad Yelp review or something? <laughs> like, this? don't have a three-way with this guy? He's not the, he's not the man for the job? Right? You got to go and glitter him in he's his not house? to the job. That's a lot of glitter. How many jars of glitter did they have? They must have had a lot because... They kept throwing him. Glittered him once. He ran in the house, yep. came in and glittered him again, and then the other lady and then came in. She came and in with more glitter, yep. There should be severe punishments for people who do that. I think that's glittering. Yes. You know how long it takes to clean that up? It's the worst kind of littering. Ten years later, you're finding pieces of glitter in your butt and your and you know, and like underneath your stuff, and it's just oh, you gotta deal with that forever. It's the crime that never ends. Glitter. Terrible shaw. <laughs> But he did get that three way. He did. <laughs> I'm still stuck on that. What do they look like? Is there mugshots? Actually, they were quite attractive. All right. Did they work at the strip club with the other lady? I don't think so. No? All right. Man, Florida is just full of crazies. I'm never moving there, man. I'll move to Arizona and deal with that heat before I move to Florida and deal with them people. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. All systems go. 
the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. You drinking? Yes. Yes, I am. Should we be drinking this early in the day? You drank all my beer. You drank the beer? It is National Beer Day. Beer! I thought it was every day. It's National Beer Day. Don't you like beer? I love beer. I mean, I love beer. Beer's good. Is that beer? Everything is beer. Beer, 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 beer. The Cullen Harrison Act went into law. National Beer Day. Raise your glass. Showtime. National Beer Day. National Burrito Day. Mm. National No Mm. Housework Day. (laughs) Celebrate, bitches. By not doing any housework, eating a burrito, and drinking some beer. Maybe while you're watching some Major League Baseball, because it's also... Opening day. Even though, day. My, even though my Red Sox game got pushed back till tomorrow. Brewers Cubs 120. What time does the pregame start on WKTY? 1245. 12.45 with Bob Euchre on the call. Is he on the call? Is he doing yep. away games? Okay. I would assume he's doing at least opening day. Is he still doing the kind of alternating thing? You know, they haven't announced what exactly the plans are, and they've kind of shuffled things around. But um, typically, he's done all of the home games and some of the away games, depending on how far he would have to travel. But he is, uh, from what I understand, going to call the game today. All right. I know one game I'm going to this year at Miller Park. May 21st. Yeah. What's this? What? <laughs> yeah. What? After the game's over, Vanilla Ice and some other people. But what? <laughs> I, I think it's Naughty by Nature and Rob Bass. I think uh, it no is. No way, really? I think so. I can't remember They're exactly. They're going to play at uh, American Family Field? Yeah, or? so it's after the game is over on May 21st, and I got uh, the boss man to secure me some decent tickets, and we'll probably try to upgrade and move closer to the field, do some kind of, I don't know, we'll, I'll look into it. But, yeah, Vanilla Ice is going to be playing, Shaw. May 21st at Miller That's your Park. jam. Oh, I'm going to get up there and sing with him. Watch, <laughs> watch the news. We've seen this before, sure, and it doesn't sure, go well. Make sure you watch the news for right. some guy with no pants on. That might be me. Uh, National Beer Day. Obviously, we talked about this yesterday. Shaba Jean wasn't here. The reason why it's April 7th. You want to know why, Jean? You want to know why? You want to know why? Why? Why today is National Beer Day? April 7, 1933, a new law took effect allowing people to once again brew and distribute beer. Essentially uh, bringing prohibition to an end after 13 years. Cheers to that. Of speakeasies and essentially the beginning of NASCAR, right? Wasn't that kind of the deal? NASCAR kind of started because they were running running illegal booze. Mm. Wasn't that kind of the deal? I didn't know that. Mm. Makes sense. Um, But yeah, it's uh, No Housework Day, National Burrito Day, and National National Beer Beer Day. Day. 89 years ago today, April 7, 1933, the new law that eventually uh, brought prohibition to its end. Beer, the number one drink we order at bars, and it's not even close, Sean. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I'm sure of that. 47% of people say it's their go-to drink when you go to a uh, restaurant or bar. You want to take a stab at what number two is? White Claw. <laughs> and no, but it's catching up. <laughs> it's catching up. Margaritas are number two mm-hmm. at 22%. Then you got wine, Cosmos, and gin and tonics rounding out the top five. Budweiser, the brand with the best name recognition. No big surprise. They're the big dog. But the most popular beer right now is Sam Adams. 49% of Americans in a recent survey have a positive opinion about the brand. So it may not be the most popular in terms of sales. Right. But when they interviewed people about brands that they have a positive opinion about, Sam Adams, number one. Corona, number two. Hmm. And it's also the most popular beer among women. Did you know that, Gene? Mm. I did not. Chicks dig day Corona. It's light beer. The production, this, this is crazy. I did not know that. I, I mean, I knew it was expensive because of tax, but yeah. uh, 
The production, distribution, and sale of beer is heavily taxed. Obviously, just like everything else, right? The government wants their cut. If it wasn't, beer would be about 40% cheaper. Oh, man. Think about that, Shaw. That 12-pack that you paid 15 bucks for? Beer's expensive, yeah. Think about half of that. You could get that 12-pack for $7 if it wasn't so heavily taxed. Wow. Let's get going with the marijuana here. Let's get that up and bring the beer tax down, all right? Let's get get moving there. Mm Mm-hmm. Taxes never go down, though. You know that. No, of course not. Nothing ever goes down. It always goes up. Uh, the fear of an empty beer glass is an actual phobia. Do you want to know how to pronounce <laughs> no the way. word? It is not. It is. Go ahead. Google it. I'm going to I'm gonna give you a second here. But uh, Okay. The fear of an empty beer glass has its own word, Shaw. It's a phobia. Uh-huh. Senosilica phobia. Sounds terrible. C-E-N-O-S-I-L-L-I-C-A phobia. Can you recover from that? Senosilica phobia. Yeah, you fill your glass with more beer. And uh, how early is too early? For me, it's never too early. I get up so damn early that 10 a.m. is a time for me, right? 10 a.m. is a good time to start drinking your first beer of the day. A recent poll asked people when it's acceptable to start drinking on weekends, not weekdays. Okay, weekends. weekends. And the most common answer, Shaw? 3 o'clock. The most common answer, Gene? On the weekends. On the weekends. 11. You're close, though. Noon. Really? Yep. It's noon. I've been up for like three hours. Well, especially, I mean, if you're boating or something in the summer, oh, yeah, you sure. hit the sandbar and it's time to throw the Frisbee and, get, you know, take the swim. And it's oh, and you like, don't have to like pound beers right at noon, Sean. You're you fishing have, or you're out doing something like that, Sean. We have one or two. But uh, celebrate National Beer Day by coming over to my house this afternoon, Shaw, and watching the Brewers game on TV with me in my underwear and drinking beer. I'll get us some burritos, okay? Again with the underwear. Well, what's wrong with underwear? You got a problem with What's wrong with pants? (laughs) Well, they're pants. Are they too restrictive for you, Brian? I don't like pants. Okay. We can wear our shorts. You want to wear shorts? Well, that'd be better. Why don't we dress up like brewer players (laughs) and we'll drink beers? No? Uh... You go first, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. I'm going to be out of town for most of the weekend, going to the cities for the Minnesota Craft Beer Festival. Very excited about that. Taking some kick-ass rock listeners up there, drink some beers, and have some fun, Shaw. But if you're going to be in the area and you're looking for stuff to do, there's Mm -hmm. no shortage of things going on, even with the weather being as crappy as it is today. All right. Tonight, warm up at the Roy L. Vingers American Legion Post 52 for RCCW Spring Fever 4. Wrestling, Shaw. Mm, Got it. Doors open at 6. The wrestling starts at 7. The River City Championship Wrestling Heavyweight Strap up for grabs. <gasps> and a match between the current champ, Coda Jacobs, and the challenger, Skits. That's his name, Shaw. Skits. Okay. <laughs> What's your name? I'm Skits. <laughs> what do you do? I don't know. I wrestle. I wrestle. Uh, the tag titles are up for grabs as well, along with plenty of other RCCW stars in the ring. Tickets, very affordable. Five bucks for kids 12 and under. Eight dollars for anybody 13 or older. And twelve dollars for front row seats while they last. You can buy your tickets online or get them at the door. Again, doors at six tonight at the Royal Vingers American Legion Post here in lacrosse for RCCW Spring Fever 4. Tomorrow, if you're going to be looking for something to do with a bus and some drinking, 
here in lacrosse as opposed to my bus to the cities mm-hmm. it's lacrosse's best bloody mary bar crawl starts <laughs> at 11 a.m you like bloodies tell me about this all right so uh they have a bus it's going to be a, a shuttle bus kind of thing running continuously to all these different uh stops where you will get to try Bloody Marys uh, and then and then rate them. There's going to be some beers and seltzers and snacks on the bus. Um, there's going to be uh, giveaways. There's going to be all sorts of stuff. And tickets are available at Phasey's or the Blue Moon in Alaska for $55. Your 55 bucks includes three free Bloodies, a beer uh, and seltzer on the bus, plus some gifts and other things. The bus is going to be running continuously um, from the Blue Moon to Dell's Bar, Nui's Vogue, Faze's Restaurant, huh. River Rats, Chances hmm. Are, and then the Alpine Inn as well. And who wants to drive up the bluff, right. honestly? Or back when, down. Or back down when you've been having a few Bloody Marys. So find out more uh, on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Again, that starts at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Lacrosse's best Bloody Mary bar crawl. I think it's the fourth annual. Yeah, I know they've done it before. And uh, I know a lot of my friends, obviously, in this area love Bloody Marys and uh, if they could start earlier, they should, but a lot of the bars don't open until 10 or 11, so got to wait till 11 a.m. Saturday night, tomorrow night, this is cool. Even if you don't like uh, REM, uh, there's amazingly talented musicians are going to be doing a tribute to REM at the Popcorn Tavern. Uh, they're going to be playing all their, their hits, you know, Shiny Happy mm-hmm. People, Once a Frequency, Kenneth, all that stuff. That's me in the corner losing my religion. Um, they're going to be playing all the REM hits starting at 9 o'clock. Dave Orr, Lon <laughs> Braithwaite, uh, I, I'm sorry if I'm messed up your name really bad. Mike McAbee, uh, Christian Savine, Nori Hadley, Tish Earl, and Danny Davy. Uh, all those musicians are going to be on stage doing the damn thing. A live tribute to the music mm. of REM tomorrow night at the Popcorn Tavern in downtown Lacrosse. It's a 21 plus show and there's a $10 cover at the door. You can again get more info on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And last but not least, Shaw, three things to do in and around Lacrosse this weekend. Sunday Funday, it's another chicken queue. It's that time of year. Mm. This one is at the Tippy Toe Inn in Chaseburg. It's another incredible mm. chicken queue for the Chaseburg Soul Burner, a great event. Yes. Later this year, I think mm-hmm. it's in September, it benefits the American Cancer Society, mm-hmm. and they do a chicken queue uh, on a semi-regular basis down there. It starts at 11, goes till the chicken is gone. You know the deal. They're also having a bake sale, and all the funds will go to the American Cancer Society Soul Burner of Chaseburg. You can find my list of three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, and you can find many other events happening in the lacrosse area at aroundrivercity.com, where you can also submit your events. So if you've got something coming up and you want to let people know it's about absolutely it, absolutely free. You can submit your events for free right there at aroundrivercity.com. Oh. Pretty cool. Yep. Pretty it's cool. a pretty drive down to Chaseburg, too. Yeah, and chicken queue. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't go wrong with Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.